Andrew Freeman, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today. We're at the human dimension of risk, perception, behaviour and decision making in risk management uh, conference. Now, now you moderated the session that was looking at cultures in crisis and the challenges of managing perception and governance. Um, What do you think came out in that session? Well, as you say, it was a panel session. And so what we'd assembled were um, four people with very different backgrounds um, to try and get a range of insights into how organisations should and do um, think about kind of anticipating when things go wrong. And and it's it's, it's not quite just disaster planning. It's about how their whole cultures are set up um, to, to think in advance. They, wait, they may not know exactly what's going to go wrong, but, but how, how are you going to respond and have you got the right systems and people in place when, when things do go wrong, because things go wrong all the time. And I think it was very interesting that, that um, I think we got some real insights around, um, in particular, how how important cultures are so within an organization how people behave and how they're expected to behave kind of day to day just on a kind of normal basis turns out to be terribly important for how they are then able to respond when things go wrong i mean first of all it it, it impacts on how they um uh, anticipate so how they plan for how they discuss how that maybe how they have a kind of open debate around things that can go wrong rather than all just having a, a kind of a consensus on what they're doing yeah and, and if, if we take some of the speakers they were mentioning things like you know th- that we people did know the risks of the crash and and, and there, there were discussions about it surprisingly now before that that uh, crash happened but but actually they didn't speak up so so you need different members of the team to do different things at different times you do and and one of the really interesting comments or or insights based on experience among the panel was um, an organization that actually f- um, f- you know failed and 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 was taken over during the financial crash or the financial crisis in 2008 um, where he, he, he pointed out the panelists pointed out that there'd been a change of management who had then tried to change the culture and how decisions got made and moved from quite a kind of um, um, a kind of top-down um, decision-making model towards one of more consensus-seeking. And, and that, that led to a lot of discussion about things might be about to go terribly wrong. So they, as you say, they knew the signals were all there. But because they changed the decision-making style and it didn't fit the culture, you, you, you can't shift a culture overnight, um, it actually, at the, at the wrong time, made them more vulnerable to very fast-moving events. So there was this kind of tremendous irony that when, when the organisation, as it were, tried to move its culture to be more anticipatory, it actually um, contributed to blowing itself up. I thought that was a fascinating example. And, and there was another one, wasn't there, about people talking about how when the crisis happens, you know, the news or Sky, BBC, whoever it is, might get it wrong. That, that actually the information that you're getting for the first half hour of that crisis and you're reacting to that information might be the wrong information. So the need, if you'd like, to fill perceptions. Absolutely right. And, and again, one of the interesting things we, was we got a very broad range of, of experience brought to bear on that observation. So um, everything from you know managing the news about a natural disaster um, through, um, in, in one case, you know, a, a life and death situation where um, the, the initial information about an incident that had happened actually turned out to be inaccurate. But, of course, people had started to swing into action and take, take certain steps and had to then you know, rapidly reverse course when they realised they were dealing with something very different. So I think that that, that, that role of, of kind of perception, and, and we heard, too, quite a lot about the role that the media play in, in, in 
uh, both kind of reacting to and to some extent shaping those perceptions, how important that is as, as, a, as part of a broader challenge around this issue of, of, of kind of anticipating and then managing crises. And, and you mentioned, didn't you, in, in terms of sort of natural disaster planning, actually our own government, if you like, disaster planners are being cut back. And then someone else mentioned, another panellist, about you know, the disasters in China and Pakistan and, and how actually within a crisis there's complexity and you need governments to, to regulate or, or, or manage those complexities. Right. Uh, one, of, one of the, I thought, very interesting perspectives was from our panellists from Southeast Asia talking about the impact of, um, on the one hand, the rise of megacities and, and the sheer, just the scale and complexity of, of the risk management challenges at a government level and a kind of local government level that that raises. And then contrasting that with, with okay, th- th- those cities are obviously huge material uh, and cultural investments and, and, that, and co- real concentrations of population and wealth. So you, you want to think about them a lot in terms of disaster planning. Um, but that is, as we've seen with things like the floods in Pakistan and China, um, it's, it may be that it's in the rural areas where there's still very large populations, but they're, they're less dense and, and, and far more diverse. Um, the infrastructure and, and, and the kind of, um, the, the, if you like, the, the, the economy of contingency planning doesn't exist because it's, it's, it's just it's a scale thing. It's just too expensive for developing nations to, to have that degree of preparedness. And that that's a major issue that, that countries are in, in that region are, are really having to address in light of the, the sort of things we've seen over the last year or so. And to sum up, uh, Andrew, we know that actually to make the right decisions in a crisis and, and to manage that risk management crisis, actually, you have to have the right information that organisations somehow have to ensure that actually they're reacting to the right thing at the right time. I think what you've said really summarises what good risk management in general is all about. It, it's making sure that at any moment in time, the relevant group of decision makers in the organisation are in command of, are both, both getting accurate information and, and are in command of thinking through the consequences of, of information as it comes in on a kind of rolling basis. That, that really is, if you, can, if you can manage that process well and have cultures that, that really effectively help drive information up to the top and to the decision makers and, and kind of the owners or the people who are accountable, then you've probably pretty much got risk management cracked. Of course, that's a real challenge. I don't think very many people have that. Andrew Freeman from the Deloitte Centre for Financial Services. Thank you very much indeed for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today here at the Human Dimension of Risk Conference. I've enjoyed it very much. Thank you very much.